0: Here we go. Off and running on another episode of the Final Score Podcast. Welcome in, everyone. Greg Swatak of the Frederick News Post Sports Department here with you, as always. And uh, we've been talking about pitching all all spring long, and uh, time to get a little more in-depth on that subject this week, as we'll have uh, Brendan Yagish and uh, Keegan Johnson, uh, two of Urbana High School's stud pitchers, two of the top pitchers in frederick county uh, this uh high school baseball season two of the nine division one recruits uh in frederick county this year uh we'll have them on the podcast to talk about their seasons their their careers and uh we'll also have their coach uh, mike frownfelter on with them uh to talk about what he sees uh i mean is this the deepest that frederick county pitching has ever been My, mike's a longtime coach at urbana high school um, so look forward to talking to those three guys about uh, the dominant subject this spring. And uh, we'll, we'll uh, swing over to our man, Alexander Dacey, who's been on top of this story all season long. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? I am great. And uh, you've seen another couple uh, great games uh, uh, this week. You saw uh, Brunswick play Catoctin uh, uh, on uh, Wednesday of this week. And you also saw another uh, ligonor Urbana game, right? Yeah, I did. Oh, that was Monday. And uh, what were your takeaways from those two games?
1: So ligonor Urbana was a, was a little bit harder to judge because Ben Moore did not pitch in that game for Ligonor. Um, right, their first, their old Dominion recruit, they're, right? They're, yeah, yeah, they're they their top pitcher and their their top recruit. Um, it was a little surprising at first, but then I think I remembered he was still. I think he still had one more day left uh, in his in his rest. Um, because he had he had pitched a you know pitched earlier or like four or five days prior, so the the, the pitch count limit was still was still there. But um, no, it was that game was kind of interesting because it was it was close for the first. It was tied at one after three, um, and then Lingnor just kind of fell apart. Um, I don't I don't want to say they fell apart. Urbana kind of kind of kind of sized him up and uh then started started hitting really well and. Pulled away eventually, actually won a mercy rule there, eleven to one after six in the six in the fourth and uh, four more in the fifth. So um, Urbana once again just kind of you know with, with the exception of that one Tuscarora game last Thursday, which was which was a, a, a fan, probably about the best game Tuscarora could have possibly have have played, and maybe the maybe, from what it sounds like in talking to that that program, that's kind of like a pro, like a statement kind of almost program defining when in a way. Um, I don't I don't think they'd have beaten Urbana in at least a decade prior to that. I was I it's hard to hard to find data pre like twenty thirteen, but um yeah, so Tuscarora's, Tuscarora's kind of, you know, making a name for themselves as we talked about last week, but no, nah, is still probably the class of the county. Um Lingonor's is good but can't really hold a candle to Urbana. And then Today with or Wednesday with Catoctin and Brunswick, um, Catoctin with four one win, great again great pitching all um, three of the four you know big pitchers in that game uh, McManus and Williams for Catoctin and Ellison for Brunswick all pitched they pitched great, couple small plays here and there put um you know, put the Cougars ahead but you know, you know again C- Urbana you your top probably your top two teams Tuscarora's up there. So.
0: Yeah, on that subject, might yeah. we see Tuscarora make an appearance in the power rankings this week?
1: Yes, they're in at number three. All right, number um, three. They're, they're in at number three, uh, top two, still Urbana and Catoctin. I did toy with the idea briefly of moving Tuscarora up to number two, but I, I kind of wanted to play it a little safe. Also, because Catoctin is really, really good. They only have two losses this year, one, and one to Brunswick, one to... Um, Want Wanda Lingenor, but uh, yeah. on,
0: on the subject of Tuscarora, mm. it, it, it's interesting because th- it seems like the DeSantos, uh, Drew, and Ryan aren't—they're in this Division One pitching mix that we have, but mm. but their names are aren't mentioned like with the others. You always hear about Ben Moore. You always hear about Keegan Johnson and Brendan Yeagish. You always hear about um, uh, Joey McManus uh, and uh, Dalton Williams at Katoctin. Um, you always hear about uh, 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 Nolan Jennings and Oliver Ellison at Brunswick, but the DeSantos don't get a lot of run. I mean, it, it seems like they've quietly put together this season, and and all of a sudden Tuscarora is right there, beating Urbana, and could be a major factor in the playoffs.
1: And and that's kind of that's what impressed me the most. Uh, so I, I've seen Tuscarora twice now. Uh, two weeks ago they played Frederick and Drew. Drew pitched a fantastic game. I mean, Frederick's not Frederick's not not great, so you know that that so that one was a mercy rule, kind of an easy game for them. But uh, Ryan pitched the Urbana game against Brendan Yegish and was just flat out excellent. Maybe the single best pitching performance I've seen. Mm, probably second best. Yegish had the 16 strikeout shutout against Lignanore, uh back on April 4th, so that was probably the best single performance I've seen but DeSanto went five and two-thirds Urbana was giving him tough at bats he had a bunch of seven eight nine pitch at bats but he got through all of them only allowed I think three base runners five and two-thirds 13 strikeouts against a really top power hitting lineup that has scored more runs than any other team in the county by a pretty considerable margin and he shut him down that was there's their only is the only time they've been shut out all season. the um, Previous lowest runs they scored, I believe, was like I think believe was four or five, and they got and then he shut them out, and they they did just enough to get to Brendan Yeager. I mean, Yeager's pitched great as well. Uh, he gave up he gave up an earned run for the first time all season, which is crazy. But no, it's uh, the, the Ryan Ryan and Drew Ryan in particular is the is really the is the ace of that staff. But both of the DeSantos. Definitely are not getting. I think the the, the the broader love that you know a lot of these other guys are, but they're yeah. I mean, just as
0: good uh, from us too. I yeah. mean, case in point, Tuscore is yeah. making his debut in our power rankings just this week, and right. and, and they've been great all season. I I, I saw Ryan DeSanto throw uh, a, a no hitter um, in, in in the playoffs last year. So so they're they're great, but but we're always talking about Catoctin. and we're always talking about. Um, uh, urbana's guys and we're talking about brunswick's guys but but, but the santos i i mean it, it's it's partly on us i mean I, i'm saying it I, and, we're not we're not
1: uh giving them maybe the the do they deserve absolutely and the th- and this is this is the stat i always just keep bringing up every time we talk about tuscarora is tuscarora has allowed the fewest runs fewest runs total and the fewest runs per game in the in the county so like they're they're allowing under they're allowing now under two runs per game Right, I mean, or again, Urbana, Catoctin, you know, Brunswick, all, all the all these other teams that are always really good and have the top pitchers, they're getting beat by Tuscarora in the pitching department, like st- stats wise, which is kind of kind of you know weird to think of, weird to think about, because again, they're not mentioned a lot, and again, that's partly on us, but. It's Tuscarora, which which which, and that's what it is.
0: Yeah, Um, we mentioned last week that you're working on this pitching story, and I don't want to give too much away, but a lot of these guys, there's a common thread, and and, and that's their pitching coach, uh, who I believe you spoke to uh, uh, this week. Uh, Tell us about a little bit, give us a little preview of that conversation. Yes. And what what, might how that ties into your story?
1: Yes. So uh, Wednesday morning, I chatted with T.J. Hose. He is a uh, he he is a he's a private pitching coach but he also uh coaches uh the travel team the the mid-atlantic red Sox, which a couple of the guys in the county either currently play on as like is in like as like a showcase team or like have played on in the past um and he told me he's worked with in some capacity again either you know past or present uh six of six of the nine of these d1 guys and I mean, he, you know, and again, he's kind of one of a lot. A lot of these guys have, you know, at least, you know, sometimes multiple private coaches, or, um, you know, you know, go to again, they they just kind of go to many different guys. But, you know, we, 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 kind of what he told me was just sort of, you know, that part of the part of the reason for for this kind of rise in pitching is just kind of a big combination of factors. You know, I, I kind of went into it with a hypothesis of, you know, just the, just this that. It's this rise in sort of private coaching, yeah, specialization, private facilities, specialization, Um, and it is some of that. Um, I think some of it's also just again technology and strategies. Like a lot of these kids, you know, again now with you know all these kids have cameras and radar guns and stuff on them, so it's like you can you know you know you can look at your 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 motion through through like slow you know slow mo camera and and replay and stuff and be like oh i want to tweak this i want to tweak that um and that's like pretty widely available to anyone um and then and then you know, and then so there's that um and then some of it is also you know again is just you know individual sort of drive and would tj kind of he basically was like intangibles like a lot of these guys they they have the you know the, the mental they, they kind of get the mental side of it as well as the physical side so again, yeah, it's kind of a big combination but um no, it'll be interesting. So I, I've talked to him. I've talked to at this point, I believe, I believe every every one of the ninety one pitchers. Um, I, I've talked to so many people over the last two weeks. I, so I, I, was, gonna, I'm I was starting I, to lose track. I was going to say, is
0: it becoming overwhelming? You you have so much information, and you've talked to so many people. Is it hard to like whittle it down?
1: Um, I I think it will be. I'm am I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm kind of you know in the process of working on like a very early draft of this story that is going to probably be way longer than the actual final piece or um or or maybe it'll end up being around this the final length I'm not sure but uh <laughs> but no it's it, it's going to be hard at first but I think but as as with kind of everything you start to pick out you know the important details the important anecdotes and eventually it kind of coalesces like I do I do have like an outline for what I will kind of what I want to write so that definitely will help but yeah it's there's i've talked to i mean i've talked to well over a dozen people for this story already and and again i need to i need to sort of go through all my interviews and just just sort of organize it so and i'll probably have a couple more that i'll you know, pick their brains in, in the next week week and a half so yeah
0: uh power rankings mm-hmm. um it seems like lacrosse and tennis are going to stay pretty stable again Boys tennis Urbana Middletown Oakdale, girls tennis Urbana Middletown Tuscarora. Uh boys lacrosse Urbana Ligonor, Middletown, um Middletown and Walkersville played at Barnburner the other night that you saw.
1: Yeah, ten, 10 to 9 uh Middletown. Kind of a kind of a crazy game. Field was field was all all wet and slippery. So people were wiping out left and right, but uh no, uh, Walkersville tied it with like basically a hell Mary goal with like 3 seconds left. So that was kind of crazy and then Middletown won it dude was uh uh coming around the back of the net and he slipped and fell but he kept he 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 kept sliding right in front of the net he just he just shot it from shot it sitting down and it went in so
0: yeah. so Middletown (laughs) hangs on to its number three spot in the boys lacrosse power rankings girls lacrosse could change uh, because next week Middletown plays Ligonor uh in, in in the game of the season for Frederick County girls lacrosse the top two teams by far uh, they 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 finally play a, a late regular season game right before the playoffs, so that could change. Uh, baseball we touched on Urbana's number one still, Catoctin, number two. They, they they get their win back over Brunswick. Tuscarora moves into the number three spot. Yeah. Brunswick, which has been they they've this,
1: lost four of five, which has been a little bit, which has kind of raised some eyebrows again. I very kind of just conservatively kept them in at four, um, you know, just because again they have. They've shown they can win these games. They have that talent. They are skidding right now. Um, if this skid doesn't correct, there will be an opening for TJ to jump back in. Uh, TJ sitting at 11 and four right now, and their only loss in the last, you know, two weeks was 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 a was a close one on Saturday to, to Tuscarora, and that's. Um, I mean, again, no fault, no fault of their own. Yeah, but. T-
0: and TJ's always great in the playoffs. The, the, they could have mediocre regular seasons and then catch fire and, and make a run in the playoffs. So they're a team to watch for sure. And then we do have a little uh, movement in the, in the softball power rankings. Catoctin stays number one. Uh, TJ playing really well. Uh, beat beat Ligonor on Wednesday afternoon to get back their win. Uh, Ligonore beating them earlier in the season but TJ uh, comes back and beats them handily at Ligonore 14 to 4 based on their better record 12 and 2 versus 11 and 4 TJ moves into the number 2 spot for softball power rankings and then uh, Middletown uh, hangs on at number 4 with with Walkersville uh, I would say right on their heels for for that number 4 spot so there are the power rankings um anything else strike you over the last week uh a- anything you've seen covered it doesn't have to be baseball um anything else grab your attention
1: uh i can't believe that we're only like 2 weeks from the playoffs yeah right that, that's kind of the thing that's that's is because last last week again with spring break it was a little weird but you know a lot of makeup games and and some and some out of county competition but we're, we're we're just we're just fast careening fast careening towards the playoffs i mean you know regular season ends may 9th i think so and then playoffs start at the 11th yeah so, so we're we're i mean we're, we're we're right there like all this is kind of coming to a head right now and you know, it'll kind of be interesting to see how these last couple. You know, every teams I get every team, I guess, has you know probably what three to four more games left. So yeah, the
0: the, sp- the spring season is like that. It's yeah. cramming as much as you possibly can in the six weeks, and and you don't get good weather until like the last day of that sixth week. So I mean, the, even even this week we had fifty degree wind windy days out on the baseball softball fields it hasn't been a lot of fun just to be out there sitting lots of lots of blankets and hoodies and jackets wow, winter jackets till I was out there in a sweatshirt and a winter jacket this week so
1: I had to I had to break out the the long johns on Wednesday yeah um, right. just cuz it's so windy and, and,
0: and, 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 and it's almost May so it's like come on uh, give us some warmer weather here but All right, well, we're going to dive into uh, the pitching subject a little more after this break. Uh, When we come back, we'll talk to Brendan Yegish, Keegan Johnson, and Coach Mike Fraunfelter of the Urbana baseball team. Stay with us, folks, here on The Final Score. Well, we've been talking about it all spring on this podcast. The depth of pitching in Frederick County is about as good, if not better, than it has ever been before there are nine count them nine division one college pitching prospects uh, in the county this season very pleased to welcome two of them onto the podcast this week keegan johnson and brendan Yegish of urbana high school along with their coach mike Fraunfelter. how are you guys thanks for being on good. we're
2: good thank, thank, thank you for having back. us thanks for having us
0: Mike, you've been coaching uh, baseball in Frederick County for a long time. You're an old grizzled vet of, of the county sports scene like, like me. Have you ever seen pitching depth in the county like this before?
3: Um, the last two years, I've never seen the pitching this good in our county. Um, there's a lot of talented arms. Um, and it, it's fun to watch. Uh, you know, last year, these guys were a year younger. And now that they've uh, gotten bigger and stronger over the year, they're even better this year. And it's, it's fun to go, let them go out there and pitch each day.
0: Yeah, I mean, most coaches would be lucky to have one or two Division One prospects, say, over a five- or ten-year stretch. You have, you have two at the same time. I mean, <laughs> yeah, how would how, you get so lucky?
3: <laughs> I'm pretty lucky. I'm not going to complain about it. But in, And actually, we have, a, we have a third one that is, hasn't committed yet, but yeah, we you, have a 10th e, e, grader e, that yeah, is e, also. E, Eli, right? Yeah, Eli is also being recruited by a few Division One schools. And he'll probably be a Division One commit within probably the next year or so. But I'm very fortunate. I'm not going to complain about it. I'm pretty lucky. Um, I've been at Urbana for 17 seasons, and you know this is the first time that I've had you know pitching prospects that are Division One quality.
0: Yeah, why why is it taking so long?
3: <laughs> I don't know, that's a good question. I don't know. I <laughs> I used to joke about like we've had some quality pitchers through the years, um, nothing like we've had now. I mean, to have two lefties that are upper 80s, touching 90, um, I mean, a lot of colleges don't even, you know, have that, like, on the junior college level. So to have that on the high school level, we're very fortunate.
0: Yeah, I mean, two tall lefties, I mean, uh, it, it's hard to beat that. <laughs>
3: two tall lefties, I mean, as you see, they're, they're pretty big guys. I mean, they're, it's not like they're these little uh, skinny kids that they, we throw out there. They're both about 6'3", you know, 190 pounds, um, They work their butt off in the the weight room. And uh, it's a little bit of competition between both of them on the mound and probably in the batter's box. I know they talk about how many home runs they hit. And when when one hits one, the other tries to hit one and things like that.
0: Yeah, we're going to get into that. Brendan and Keegan, we're going to talk about just sort of the competitive nature between you guys. But, Mike, why why is this happening? Why why is there so much pitching depth in Frederick County right now?
3: I – you know, we've always had some very good players in Frederick County. Um, I think one – uh, more kids are being seen um, through, you know, in the in the summer. Uh, they're playing on different uh, showcase teams or slash travel teams, and they're being seen throughout the country, going down south and being recruited. Uh, that's one reason I think kids are just developing. They're they're bigger, they're stronger, and there's more things that. Um, that they're developing in the weight room and outside the weight room, like different bands they do. Of course, they all still long toss, but there is also, like, throwing heavy balls and doing certain exercises that are, I think, making them, you know, their arm stronger to throw harder. Hasn't pitching
0: become more specialized, too? I mean, all the, all these guys have the same pitching coach, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some guys go to different guys. Like, I know Keegan goes uh, someone different than what Brendan used to go to, I think, um... Eli goes to someone, and then they started all going to one person. Uh, But it's just uh, pretty much what they feel comfortable, who they feel comfortable with. Not all of them go to the same pitching coach, but um, I think that is one key too. Um, But also, you you know, you have to be able to have that gift of throwing the ball hard. Like You can't just be some random kid that says, you know, I'm going to try to do this and then – and not be able to have the talent to throw it, so luckily both of them have the talent to be left-handed and throw hard.
0: <laughs> exactly, uh, Brendan. What do you think of the pitching uh, depth in the county and being part of this group of nine D1 prospects?
4: It's definitely special I, from freshman year. It's seen it grow a lot. It's very special to be a part of.
0: Yeah, Keegan. You your thoughts?
4: Uh, I
2: think it's it's awesome to see. It generates a lot of competition between us. I know a lot of us see each other again in the summer, and it. Just kind of has a uh, kind of like a um, I don't know like a uh, like what do you call that when you see somebody again? Competition. No, like uh, competitiveness. No, like when you see like a family member again. Oh,
0: a reunion. Yeah, reunion.
2: it's kind of like a reunion after seeing each other in high school, and you see them again in the summer, and you kind of catch up with them and see how they're doing.
0: I mean, all all these teams, or at least probably half the teams in the county, have two. They're they're too deep. Uh, pitching wise, you you guys as hitters in the lineup have to have to face these guys. Well, Brendan, what's your approach when you're facing a uh, a Ryan Desanto of Tuscarora, a Ben Moore of Ligonore, a Joey McManus of Catoctin? Well, what's your approach going up against these guys?
4: Yeah, like you're not gonna take the same swing you would as a against a let, a Division One commit throwing high eighties that you would like um, mid eighties, low eighties fastball. You're gonna Shorten sure up and try and hit it the other way.
0: Right. Uh, do 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 you know these guys pretty well when 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 you're up at the plate and what what they're going to throw and stuff?
4: Yeah, most of them. Yeah.
0: Just Keegan, how close knit are you? You guys do have uh, a, a common coach. A lot of you guys. How close knit is this group of nine guys uh, that they're going D1 um, pitchers?
2: Yeah. I know a lot of us are pretty close. A lot of us uh, keep talking with the same pitching coach. And thus, a lot of us have the same results.
0: Well, what's, Keegan, the competitive nature, the, uh, just the relationship like between you and Brendan? When you're, when you're two lefties um, going out there pitching for the same team, what's your relationship like day to day?
2: It's a great relationship. We keep feeding off each other. Every time I see him in the weight room, I try to beat him, whether it's with weight or it's with how fast we can move it. And then when I see him on the field, I try to beat him and everything.
4: Is it, is, it, is it super competitive, Brendan, yeah, be, 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 between you and Keegan? Yeah, it's very competitive. It's fun. It keeps us both at each other and always looking to improve on each other.
0: Right. You, 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 strike out, you have a big strikeout game, Keegan, or are you looking to top him in, uh, in, in, in the very next game?
4: Yeah, absolutely.
2: We keep talking about how many Ks I have through the inning and see if I can Break his record and the school record.
0: And I'm sure it's the same way for you, Brendan. Like when Keegan goes out there and, and throws a gem, you're 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 looking to go out there and make your next start yeah. as good if not better. Sure. So well Mike Mike, what's the relationship like between these guys from from your vantage point?
3: It's uh it's a healthy relationship that it's fun to watch, you know. Uh this, they're very competitive, you know. Um against Linganore this year, Brendan struck out sixteen, which was a school record. Sixteen and seven innings, and then the next start that uh, that Keegan had, he struck out fifteen in five innings against TJ. So we we're joking with Keegan that you know if we didn't have the ten run rule, that Keegan probably would have went out there and struck out another you know <laughs> <a> couple <laughs> couple more guys, and he would have had the uh, the school record. So um, it's definitely fun to watch, and you know it's it's great to see them have a little bit of competitiveness to make them better.
0: Did, did it bother you that you only had 15 strikeouts that start, Keegan?
2: Uh, yeah, a little bit, considering that Jaegish had the walk-off uh, sack fly. But.
0: Right, right. He got, he, 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 got, he got the glory at the plate, too. So what, what, what made you want to be a pitcher, Keegan?
2: Uh, I used to throw rocks all the time with my uncle, who also played uh, professional baseball. But I've always been throwing stuff, and it just kind of led to pitching. You, you,
0: you, your uncle played professional baseball? Yeah. Uh, where and for who?
2: Um, I can't remember. I know he went to Ball State. He was sidearm, and uh, I know he got recruited for out there somewhere.
0: He, he, he was a pitcher yeah. Th- they, w- they went to Ball State. Yeah. Um, and, and he threw sidearm, too. Uh, did, did that, how much of an impression did that make on you as a kid?
2: <laughs> uh, it was big time, because whenever I'd go visit him and wherever they would live, North Carolina most of the time, he would always teach me how to throw. Not sidearm, but he'd be teaching me how to throw.
0: Have you ever thought about throwing sidearm?
2: No, never. It, it looks disgusting. It <laughs> looks, <laughs> looks painful.
0: Well, why, why did he, why did he throw a sidearm?
2: Uh, he was an outfielder, made pitcher, and that's what made him special.
0: Okay, and, and, and you is, is that a totally foreign concept? Just sidearm, like you can never get your arm, arm to do something like that,
2: or no, it's just kind of a joke when you throw sidearm. So it's, I don't see how someone could consistently throw oh. with like challenging batters sidearm.
0: I, is it hard to hit a, a, a sidearm pitcher?
2: Yeah, for sure. They definitely have a lot more run on their ball and more break on off speed. So. Uh,
0: ball Ball State. Is it, do you, your uncle uh, having gone there. Is that, is that the reason why you're going there? Uh, sort of the family connection there.
2: Or uh, yeah, it did have a big impression on me. The head coach kind of made that connection for me, and it helped a lot.
4: Right, uh, Brendan, What made you? Uh, what made you a pitcher? Well, my, growing up, I was always throwing. Like I played first base. I also pitched, but what kept me in it was my dad. He was left-handed pitcher. At, he went to Salisbury, and kind of following in his footsteps was kind of important to me.
0: So you guys both have pitchers in in in, in your families. So you're sort of chips off chips off the old block there. So yeah. um, did you always view want to pitch? Did you always view yourself as a pitcher? Was that always going to be your position, or did you want to play elsewhere?
4: Well, being left-handed kind of made it a challenge. He was either. First base or the outfield. I was never fast enough for the outfield, so I was stuck at first base, and I kind of wanted to get away from first base and start pitching, and that's where I found my love. How, how did you develop your stuff, uh, Brendan? Just working at it over the years. Just it all kind of came on its own. Yeah, and and, and what what what's your, what's your best pitch? Would you say? It, most I'd say my curveball most of the time. Curve. Well, what what makes your curveball? So so nasty. <laughs> Just I think the way it spins, more twelve to six and more more over the top than right. Slide. Right. Uh could you hit Keegan? Uh yeah. We last year we had a uh big ordeal have he was it was a was a inner squad and Keegan was throwing it was like a two oh county, he threw a fastball and I hit it over the fence and that was kind of, that's Something we still talk about today. You homered off of Keegan, so you have this. You have the school strikeout record. Uh, Keegan sort of got
0: shortchanged because of the because of the ten run rule, and and you homered off of Keegan as well. Could you could you hit off a of Brendan Keegan?
2: Uh, I've never gotten the opportunity to, but you, I think
0: I we could. we, we got to make this happen, right, Mike, and in <laughs> practice or something like that. We'll or? have to
3: see where we are with the the playoffs and. You know our schedule coming up,
0: right? So, so Keegan, if you were stepping in against Brendan, what what, what would be the, what would be the approach at the plate? Uh,
2: I know he won't give me anything inside because that's what I'm looking for. And I'd probably just sit back on his curveball. Uh,
0: you 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 would you, you would sit on you would sit on his curveball. Uh,
4: Brendan, if you were stepping in against Keegan, what what, what what's, what's your approach? Probably hunt fastball because I know I'm not going to hit a left-handed curveball. So. Look to drive the fastball.
0: And, and did you did you homer? Was it did he give you? A, it was a fastball, and and you were you were waiting for it there. Yeah, so,
4: yeah. Well, when did you know you really really had
0: potential to to, to, to go places as, as, as a pitcher, Brendan?
4: I want to say it was summer going into junior year. So right after sophomore year, I started to see a lot of velocity jumps and. That's why I knew I could take this far. Yeah.
0: Uh, and w- what what caused your velocity to jump? You started working with a pitching coach, or you started doing something
4: specific, or or why why just getting bigger, stronger? Just why why was your velocity? I think definitely the weight room had a lot to do with it. Just getting bigger, growing, yeah. filling out. It definitely helped. And, and your fastball touches what? Your fastball touches what now? Ninety. Ninety.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Once you hit ninety on the on the radar gun, that 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 makes a big difference, right? Yeah um keegan when, when did you re- really see your potential as a pitcher
2: uh definitely when pbr came out when i threw a no hitter against catoctin i topped 87 there as a sophomore and that's when i thought i could actually go somewhere
0: right uh, mike when did you realize that you had something special on your hands uh, with these two guys here
3: well during the covid season um actually when we got shut down in 2020 keegan was a freshman brendan was a sophomore and I said to myself and to my assistant coaches, I was like, you know what? In about two years, these two are going to be special. Like, we knew kind of like what, if they just keep on projecting to what we thought they were going to be.
0: You knew they were going to get bigger, stronger. They're, we all knew that, that yeah. they were going
3: to get bigger. Their their velocity was, and we knew that they're going to. They're both competitive kids that work hard. Um, so we knew like back in 2020. Unfortunately, we didn't have a season to see them, you know, develop through that year. So the next year, as, uh, you know, 2021 season, we came out, and we had a great season last year, and was, those two were just outstanding in terms of, you know, we went, uh, what, 13-3. and three. The only two losses we had uh, in the regular season was to Lingnor and, um which were both two-to-one defeats. And you think the Lingnor's squad last year had, you know, Cam Rukiski went to Marshall, Matt Cunningham went to Maryland, and Ben Moore is going to Old Dominion. And these two pitch right with them. So we thought, you know, we didn't get it done last year uh, in the state tournament. We lost to Sherwood in the quarterfinal. And our goal this year was to get better, to try to win it all.
0: Right. When you're pitching against a Ben Moore, a McManus, a DeSanto, a Brendan,
4: do you know you have to be on point uh, in in that start? Yeah, I think it always is, like, kind of in your head you have to bring your best. But just making sure you're always ahead of them, like – Pitch count, why staying low in pitch count? Like Tuscarora, we, uh, was that Ryan Desanto? Ryan, yeah, yeah. He ran his pitch count up a little bit more, calling him to come out of the game early and yeah. bring in another guy. But like keeping the pitch down, pitch count low, definitely helped like keep me in the game. Right.
0: How far, how far fi- how up are you to to, to pitch against uh, another kid of that
4: caliber? It's definitely something I look forward to, just to see where I match up with the rest of them.
0: Right. Uh, uh Keegan same question to you. Just what's it like to face one of those guys and how on point you have to be in your own head while 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 you're pitching?
2: Yeah, you just got to hope you have your stuff that day and hope that the hitters get it done at the plate.
0: Right. Are 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 you mad when you give up a hit?
2: Uh
3: yeah. I get pretty mad.
0: Mike, how about the personality difference between uh, Keegan and Brendan here?
3: The one thing about Brendan is he's pretty quiet, more laid back. Um Keegan, uh, he has come out of a shell lately this this year. He was a pretty quiet kid. He still is a pretty quiet kid, but um, he's been a little bit more vocal this year. As you know, as he's, I think it's more as uh, you know, he's the football on the quarter, quarterback on the football team. So he's uh, had to get used to being more vocal. And um, so they are definitely, you know, two of a kind. I would say they are. You know, if I could get Brendan to be a little bit more vocal. And to be as a senior, you know, things that I need him to, you know, say and, you know, kind of as a team leader, that would be great. But he knows that, you know, then certain things he needs to be more vocal about. And, and Keegan, he, I'm sure next year as a senior, he'll be probably more vocal than he is this year. But, you know, I can definitely see a difference than what Keegan was last year he's, as a 10th grader as he's growing up.
0: Are are you not vocal by design, Brendan?
4: Is that the is that the poker player in you or are you just a just a naturally quiet person? I think just naturally I've always been quiet, just kinda held to myself. Just haven't been but like talked to people but just been independent, work it, by myself.
0: Yeah, uh, do you think he can try to emulate each other at all? Do you do you see things he does that you pick up on and in and, and vice versa?
4: Yeah, d like Coach Fraunfeld just said the vocal, like being vocal, that's definitely something I look to do and try to do.
0: Right, and how about you, Keegan? Do you look at Brendan and say he does this and I should incorporate more of that? or?
4: Yeah, definitely his
2: uh, composure on the mound I would like to adopt a little bit more. Right. Does your
4: quietness, Brendan, does that help you as a pitcher? Does that make you a better pitcher, do you think? I think so. I think it just helps me from getting too much in my head and just getting out of the game. It helps me keep staying in the game. Do you do you like that, Mike? That he's even keeled. He's not going to get
0: yeah, uh, He's not going to get too emotionally. You know, through in a the way? last
3: two years, he's never been really rattled. He's always been kind of even keeled. He doesn't show any emotion. Um, he just someone hits a home run, someone gets a base hit, he just gets the ball and gets back on the mound and goes back to work.
0: Right. I mean, it's sort of a little trade off because if he if you want a guy to be more a little more fiery and stuff, he's, you're not going to get that unflappable nature necessarily so it's a, it's a bit of a trade-off right
3: yeah i mean it's definitely a bit of a trade-off but um you know what i was meaning by a little bit more vocals like off the mound in the dugout yeah things that you know i'd like to see brandon you know improve at in terms like especially when he goes to the mound next year and, and be in college just um you know being more of a vocal leader but uh, that's, you know, even Trey Lipskin wasn't a vocal leader either. They both kind of – him and Brendan about the same. They both kind of did it by example on the field.
0: Right, right. And, and do, you, do you need him to be – I mean, I'm sure you have a bunch of vocal guys in the, on the team. I, I, I've seen you play and there. There's vocal guys in, in, mm-hmm. in, in the dugout and stuff. Sometimes uh, a little too vocal. <laughs> okay. It, it can be a little too vocal. <laughs> so, so is it like a too many kick, cooks in the kitchen type thing?
3: Well, you know, when, when you have certain leaders just – when they say something – it, it attracts the other guys to pay attention so like when uh, Brendan might not be very uh, a vocal leader but when he does say something they pay attention right they know he's serious right
0: yeah if he says something they, yeah. they know it they know it's important um, Br- Brendan your decision to go to the mount uh, you're not going far from home just yeah, how how did that come to be come to be yeah
4: well going into senior year I hadn't had much Interests at the D- Division One level. I had some Division Two looks, but when the Mount Ma- when Mount Saint Mary's called and gave me the offer, I was kind of quick to jump on it. And at first, I wasn't really too set on staying close to home. I wanted to get far. I wanted to go south. But looking back, I'm glad I decided to stay close to home. What? What? what why is that? Because. Well, my my grandparents live in Gettysburg, so it's a close ride and come up and watch me. My parents are only 40 minutes away and go home whenever.
0: Right. Well, where were you thinking in the South? Where were you targeting in the South? Some, somewhere warm? Or <laughs> somewhere warm, yeah. yeah right. Uh, Keegan, uh, did obviously the family connection with Ball State, any inclinations in exploring your other options, or were you always in set, in, in, intent on going to Ball State?
2: Yeah, I definitely had some inclinations to go south as well, try to go warm, Carolinas, Florida-type weather, but um, I just eventually settled on the mount. Yeah. Right. <laughs> r- r- r-
0: right. Uh, I- is it hard to pitch in cold weather? I mean, I- I in the spring you get, like, these 40-degree windy days. T- today
4: uh, w- w- wasn't even that warm when Eli was out there for you guys against Oakdale. Is, is it hard to pitch in the cold? Definitely, especially the wind. How it affects the ball, like in flight, it's just you gotta work against it. Sometimes it helps you, but most of the times when you're throwing, it's not in your favor.
0: Right. How do How do you adjust the colder temperatures in the spring, uh, Keegan?
2: <laughs> uh, I normally just suit up, get more clothes on, try to move around a little bit more, try to stay warm.
0: But 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 do you have to change the way you pitch at all?
2: Uh, not really. I mean, if the wind's blowing one direction across the plate. Maybe my, my breaking ball has some more run or my changeup has more run. We'll just throw more of those pitchers depending on the wind.
0: Are, are, bo- are both of you guys naturally left-handed or do you just pitch left-handed?
2: We're both left-handed.
0: Uh, b- b- both 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 natural lefties. Uh, Keegan, you pl- you played football. As, as Coach pointed out, you were the quarterback of the football team. Were, the, were you worried about managing your arm for baseball? Were you worried something might happen during the football season?
2: Uh no, not really. Uh throwing the football is not as much strain on the arm as um uh, pitching, but I wasn't really worried about getting injured either. H-
0: how how is it di- how is it different? Uh just in terms of what it what it does to your arm, football versus baseball.
2: Um football I feel like strengthens more of your entire body as baseball is kind of just more like flexibility and whip.
0: Yeah. Mike Mike, were you worried about uh Keegan's arm? Uh <laughs> Uh, I wasn't
2: really
3: worried about his arm. I'm worried about like you know him getting hit a certain way uh, you know. that,
0: that, that, that's what I mean. Were you worried about him getting hurt or doing something? Oh, to you his know arm it's arm always in the back season. your
3: it's yeah. always in the back of your head you know it's like, oh please don't when football season's over, I take a deep breath like phew, right it's over but well, but uh you know the only thing is I do worry sometimes he, about how much he does throw Because he throws a lot but that's just who he is.
0: Yeah, I mean, how do you, how do you manage these guys in their innings and in their pitch counts and stuff like that?
3: Um, I th- You know, we try to do the best we can. Like, first game of the year against Sherwood, Brendan, we, we went 70 pitches. You know, we had a 3 nothing lead. we take him out, and we ended up losing. But, you know, I wasn't worried about March 21st. I'm, I'm more worried about what we do in May. So – um you know, I don't think either one of them have thrown over 100 pitches yet in a game. Like, we kind of keep them down. Well, one thing is w- we've had a lot of games where it's only been five innings. But they, um, they haven't thrown, like, I think the most that uh, you've thrown. You threw, like, 97 against Linganore? Yeah. Um, I don't, have you hit 90 yet in terms of pitch count? Yeah, I think they're 97 against North. Okay. So,
0: so, so, they've both, both been up around hundred. Yeah. Y- you would let them finish the inning, I, 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 I guess. And, yeah, we and,
3: let them finish and, the inning and.
0: Okay. Say, say one of these guys has like a some sort of no hitter going, some sort of perfect game going. They're at their pitch count. What, 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 what's the call there?
3: Well, in high school, they can't throw more than one hundred and five, so. Okay. They would have to come out when.
0: <laughs> that, that, that's true. I, I forgot there's a. Yeah, pitch, there's I forgot, a pitch count. I, I, I forgot there's a pitch count in high school. So, so.
3: it's you know we kind of keep them on. Uh, a week's rest sometimes they'll have four days rest but um uh, you know like brendan threw last thursday he's throwing a, this thursday and um keegan threw last wednesday and he threw monday this week and it was just the way the you know i know i know brendan uh, keegan can come back quicker than brendan so that's just how they're built well why well, well, just 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 the way their bodies are yeah and the like way that, their yeah. body and just the way they communicate with me how they feel after they throw and you know how they feel a the couple days later. Brett Brendan doesn't tell you very much. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, or um. uh, I just know that after being with him for you know since he was a freshman, um, he takes a little longer to recover than what Keegan does. Okay, with with Brendan like
0: a, a quieter player, do you do you learn tells signs? I mean, are are,
3: are there? Is times I'm like, how do you really f-? like? I have to like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and he's an intern for me uh, each morning. At the middle school, so...
0: Oh, no kidding. Yeah, so, yeah.
3: He, you know, we have plenty of talks about how he's feeling and, you know, different things about the team.
0: Have either one of you got seriously hurt your arm? Brendan, have you ever uh, hurt your arm before?
4: I, I have. I've had uh, shoulder injuries, just, like, gets too tight and just can't throw. It takes some time off, but and no, no like, surgeries or anything. No
0: surgeries. Can, can you get any other major arm issues previously or...?
2: No, I mean, the only injury I... or. Hurt I've ever had was a couple of weeks ago. I just tweaked it and I was out for like two weeks, but that was it.
0: Is, is, that, is that why he, um, Keegan didn't really start for the first couple of weeks of the season? Yeah. He, he was nursing that arm issue. Well, it, it, he
3: had some soreness and he, you know, it was more in a deltoid muscle. Um, so we just figured we have plenty of pitching. We can get through it until he was healthy.
0: Yeah. With, with, with Brendan and Eli, uh, mm-hmm.
3: uh, he had
0: more
4: than enough. Um, who who were your pitching idols growing up, Brendan? Um, I really didn't – like, there were some people I looked up to. I'd say a big one was Max Scherzer when yeah. he was with the Nationals. Right. A, a
0: right. a righty, not a lefty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how, how about for you, Keegan? Uh, definitely Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, th- there we go. There, there There's, yeah, there, there's there, a lefty. There, there, there's left, left, lefty <laughs> on lefty. So uh, when you see something like Kershaw the other week where he had the perfect game going and he gets taken out, um, how, how would you, how would you react in that situation if you had a perfect game going in, but you're
4: at your pitch count and coach takes you out, <laughs> would, uh, would you be mad? I mean, I mean, if it's at the 105 pitch count, I, there's nothing you can do, but if it's like a given pitch count, like 70 pitches and say, just let me keep going. Yeah. Well, would you be, would you be mad if he took you out? I wouldn't, I, w- I wouldn't say mad It's
0: just how it is. Yeah. How, how about how about you, Keegan? If if you were facing that circumstance, <laughs>
2: Yeah, I definitely want to be frustrated. I feel like that's just how it is and how the team sees fit at that moment.
0: Right. Well, what sort of goals did you guys set at the start of the season uh, for, for this team, knowing how talented you were both lineup-wise and pitching-wise, Mike?
3: Well, I think uh, everyone, after what we did last year, and we fell short in the quarterfinal, I think everyone's goal was you know, to eventually win a state title. The school hasn't won a state title yet. We've been close a few times getting to the semifinals. Um, but, yeah, that our ultimate goal is, you know, to win the state title this year. Obviously, everyone makes the playoffs, so we have goals like, you know, win the division, win the CMC. You know, win our region, and then if you got to win the region. You got to. That's when you get to go to the quarterfinal, semifinal, and state final.
0: But you, but you can't take anything for granted around here. You know, given that you could see a well, you wouldn't see a a, a Ben Moore.
3: Uh, well, no, you're four A, right? We're four A, so we don't oh, we so don't you, have to you, see you, anyone you, in you, Frederick County. You,
0: you luck. <laughs> you look at that. You you lucked out. You, yes, you, you are you are living the charmed life, aren't yes. you? With, with, with the two left two lefty D one pitchers at the same time, uh, a, a great third pitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're in 4A, so you so you don't you don't have to worry about facing any of these guys in Frederick County. Who who's out there in 4A that you guys have been watching closely, uh, if anyone? Or well, of
3: course Sherwood, who beat us last year in the quarterfinal, and they won the state title. They beat us the first game this year. Um, they have one loss this year. Trench Hill, down in Montgomery County, they have they're undefeated right now. And Severna Park is always a quality team in 4A. So. Usually those you know, those teams right now is uh, you know a few teams that we kind of keep an eye on. Right.
0: You, you guys want Sherwood, Brendan. You want another crack at them? I I I, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Right. How how in depth is the scouting that you guys do when, when you when you look at an, uh, another team? How well do you know the opposing hitters before you face them?
4: Oh, uh, it's not very in depth. Like we'll see stuff on like Twitter and about the other team, but that's just highlights. We won't see too much like tendencies or anything
0: right so so what's your approach keegan when when, when you're facing a sure what or a team that you know is pretty good like like just sort of what's your mental approach going into that situation
2: uh yeah i just gotta try to stay locked in and not really get rattled early
4: well, what would a state title mean to you guys brendan oh it'd be huge just seeing like even before freshman you're just seeing how close the team got like semi-finals quarterfinals it mean a lot to be the first team to do it
2: uh, Keegan. Uh, yeah, it, it would be big time, uh, especially pitching in the last game last year is pretty heartbreaking. S-
0: so who who gets to pitch the state final uh, if if you get there, or is that? It would all
3: depend on who is uh, scheduled to pitch. So oh, okay, you know, because uh, the state semifinal is on a Tuesday and the state final is on a Friday, so you know pretty much if you start in the semifinal game, you're probably not going to start the state championship game so true so we'll have to figure out when that time comes how the schedule works out in terms of right who, who's pitching
0: uh and what would a state title doing it with this group what would that mean uh, for you for you mike
3: um it'd be special i mean i f- i feel like uh that's one thing that's kind of been hanging over our our cloud or at urbana i mean we've had some quality program uh, uh quality teams we've had quality players it's just kind of one thing that um, it's like get the monkey off our back in terms of finally getting that state title. Yeah. Well, guys, we wish
0: you, we wish you the best of luck. Uh, do you have any short range goals, uh, Keegan? I guess you got to knock off Brendan's school record for strikeouts um, um, b- before the season's over. I guess.
2: Uh, yeah, definitely. Just probably 95 uh, is a big goal for me, and break his record and beat him in home runs by the end of the year.
4: Is he gonna do it, Brendan? I don't know. We uh, we we both had one today, so we're kind of going back and forth. It, it, it's amazing how that works out. Where if you hit one, he hits,
0: one, and just how how you guys push each other that way. What what are the short range goals, Mike? Obviously, states is the big one, but what 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 do you t- how do you keep these guys sharp, game to game, and just what what sort of little things do you tell them to well, they, to, to, the, to focus on? We want to
3: focus on just finishing the regular season on a high note. Um, I think we have like five games left of the regular season. Then we start into the playoffs. Um, well, looks like if we continue to win out, we'll play in the CMC Championship uh, May 10th. Um, and then, you know, th- that's a fun game to always play in. Who would
0: you, who would you face? Catoctin probably? Or yeah, or? I think
3: Katoctin. Yeah. So that would be a lot of fun, you know.
0: Because you don't play them on – they're not on your regular or
3: they're schedule. They're not on our right? regular schedule. Um, they have quality arms that will prepare us for the playoffs. Um, Coach Franklin is a good friend of mine, so that would be a lot of fun if we get to do that.
0: Would you like to face Joey McManus, guys? P- p- pitching in, uh, hitting?
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: and going against somebody of that name like Division One Maryland and Keegan's age, it would be special. Just prepare us for the playoffs. Well, guys, thanks for coming in. Uh, appreciate your patience as, as we negotiated
0: a little technical <laughs> snafu uh, halfway through, but, but, but we got it in. Best of luck going forward, and we look forward to watching you play. That, that's uh, Mike Fraunfelder, Urbana baseball coach, along with two of his uh, top pitchers, Brendan Yegish and Keegan Johnson. Guys, thanks so much. Thanks to producer Graham Collins, to Alexander Dacey, for talking Frederick County sports with me a little earlier. And thanks to all of you for listening, and we'll see you next week back here on the Final Sport Podcast. Take care, everyone.